Hebrews chapter 6 verse 18 to 19 the Passion Translation so it is impossible for God to lie for we know that his promise and his vow will never change and now we have run into his heart to hide ourselves in his faithfulness this is where we find strength and comfort for he empowers us to seize what has already been established ahead of time an unshakable hope we have this certain hope like a strong unbreakable anchor holding our souls to god himself our anchor of hope is fastened to the mercy seat in the heavenly realm beyond the sacred threshold bible before breakfast mildred kingsley here good morning we've been dealing with emotions and as this month comes to conclusion i think we should look at some positive emotions so that you don't feel like emotions are always dreary and sad and bad to be honest there's no bad emotion it's just how we deal with them and what we learn from them so today let's look at one emotion that i love and that's the emotion of hope hope the scripture that i just read is such a powerful scripture I want to read it to you in the message translation. It says, We who have run for our very lives to God have every reason to grab the promised hope with both hands and never let go. It's an unbreakable spiritual lifeline reaching past all appearances right to the very presence of God where Jesus, running on ahead of us, has taken up his permanent post as high priest for us in the order of Melchizedek. You know the scripture, interestingly, in other versions, it's really simple. NIV says, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. So the hope that we have is one that keeps us grounded. And that's the beautiful thing about hope. In fact, the scripture tells us that it's an emotion from our soul. So it's an anchor for the soul. And that's where your emotions are harbored. So... I don't know if you know this already, but I'll just share it all the, all the same. So as a human being, you are a spirit, okay? And then you have a body which houses your spirit, and then you also have a soul. So you're a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. Now, the body is what connects us to this world. Once your body dies, your spirit goes back to its maker. And so you go back to God. Now, where your soul is, your soul houses your emotions, your willpower, where you make your decisions, your thought patterns, that's what your soul houses. And so the scripture is telling us that one of the emotions that is an anchor for the soul is hope. Hope keeps us grounded. Hope keeps us in place. Now, one of the things you must understand about God is that the end is very sure. So whatever promise God has made is already secure. Okay, we find strength and comfort for him empowers us to seize what has already been established ahead of time. So whatever you're going to be, God has established it ahead of time. However, we need hope to keep believing. We need hope to keep pushing. We need hope to keep moving. And this is one of the reasons why Apostle Paul prays. Apostle Paul prays. <clears throat> this is one of the reasons Apostle Paul prays for the roman church in romans 15 13 and he says may the god of hope 
fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You need hope. You need hope. Proverbs 23, 18 says, There is surely a future hope for you and your hope will not be cut off. God has a reason for putting hope as an emotion in us because he wants us to keep believing. Jeremiah 29, 11, God speaking, it says, For I know the plans I have for you. So the plans are sure. These plans are decreed by God. And he says they are plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. So God needs us to stay in hope. He needs us to have our hearts set in hope, believing that God is able to deliver to us the things that we need. You see, and hope is such a strong force because in trying times and in hard times, that's the thing that you need to keep alive. You need to keep your hope alive. You need to keep believing that things will work out. And that's one of the things that God does with us. He's consistently filling our souls with hope so that we don't give up. And every time you feel that strengthening deep down in your soul, that's hope right there. And that's one of the things you need to hold on to. When it seems dark and dreary and it seems like nothing is going to work or nothing is happening, one of the things that you need to do is hold on to hope. Hope will get you to your destination if you keep your eyes on it. And hope is the vehicle that transports us from just believing to actually receiving so faith is the substance of things hoped for. So you need to hope for something as the foundation to get your faith in the right direction. Now, no matter how bad things have been, God puts hope in your soul to keep you believing. Job, the 14th chapter from verse 7 to 9 tells us that indeed there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down and still sprouting and its shoots don't fail, if its roots age in the ground and its stump dies in the dust, it says at the scent of water, it will bud and produce sprouts like a plant. So no matter how bad things are, God is saying that there's hope. You need to keep your hope alive. At this point, Job had lost everything. His family, his health, his children, his money, his business. He lost everything and he was about to lose his friends and his wife because his wife had said to him, just curse God and die. This can't be good for you. Why are you still alive? Just curse God and die. And this guy says, as far as there is hope, I can make it. Because if you cut down a tree and even if it looks like it's not going to survive, once there's just a little hope, at the scent of water, it will sprout again. Listen, God is not mincing words when he says there is surely a future hope for you and your hope will not be cut off. In other words, keep your hope alive. Keep your hope alive. Your hope needs to be alive. Isaiah 40 verse 31 says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. But you need to keep your hope in the Lord because God knows the plans that he has for us. He knows them. He knows what he has planned out. Listen, 2 Thessalonians 2 verse 16 to 17 says, Our Lord Jesus Christ himself, 
and God our Father loved us and through grace gave us eternal comfort and a good hope. So there's good hope. There's good hope. Just keep believing. It's not over until you win. You just need to keep hope alive. It says, may he encourage your hearts and give you strength in every good thing you do or say. I'm here this morning to say to you, rejoice in hope. Don't forget that God has promised and it has already been established ahead of time. So you need to hold on to hope. Hold on, don't give up. For to this end, we toil and we strive because we have our hope set on the living God. And God is faithful. He's the savior of all people, especially of those who believe. That's 1 Timothy 4.10. You need to keep your hope alive. You need to toil and strive to keep your hope alive. Never let your hope die. No matter how bad it gets, just keep saying, I can do this. There's an end. There's an end. There's an end. And that end has been established ahead of time. And I will make it no matter what it takes. One of the ways to keep hope alive is to keep your eyes fixed on God. Keep your eyes fixed on God. When you hope in his steadfast love, he always comes through. This morning, I don't know what it is that you've been believing God for, what you're struggling with, or the things that have caused you pain, or how you feel discouraged, but listen to me. The Bible says, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Our hope must be in God alone. Once God has promised you something, keep your eyes on him keep your eyes on him be like the psalmist in psalm 130 verse 5 he says i wait for the lord my soul waits and in his word i do hope once god has made a promise to you keep your eyes on it before i go i need to finally read to you romans 5 verse 3 to 5 and it says, but not only that, we even take pride in our problems because we know that trouble produces endurance. Endurance produces character and character produces hope. And this hope doesn't put us to shame because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So when the problems come, take pride in them because we know that these troubles are there to produce endurance and endurance will produce character, and character will produce hope. And that hope that is produced by these problems will never put you to shame. Why? Because of the love of God that has been shed abroad in your heart. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible Before Breakfast with Mildred Kingsley Kongo.